Welcome back, everybody, to D&D Tales from the Blue Cottage. Um, thank you all for listening in, and um, I guess we're going to just dive right in tonight. I don't think we have anything to announce or anything to, to say, uh, other than we do, we do have a few more uh, special edition candles uh, available at MidnightStraightCandleCo.com. The Stone Dragon Inns, they're going pretty quickly, so if you want one, please go uh, check that out on our Instagram at, at MidnightStraightCandleCo or at Blue Cottage D&D. Um, I think that's it, really. Mm-hmm. So, once again, just thank you guys for listening in, and let's, uh, let's dive into tonight's session. Last time. Ooh, last time. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, last time. Tell us about it. <laughs> Let me tell you all about it. So, last we left off, the party, uh, thanks to some very quick thinking, Cecilia and Artemis were able to talk themselves out of a rather, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Precarious. Precarious. <laughs> I knew it started with a P. Precarious situation. Okay, yeah, we um, with, with the owner of the Iron Flask and very well-known gangster, uh, Gildas. Um, he actually offered you all a job as well. He said that the man in which you caught him harassing was named Jula, and that Jula had stolen an item from him, and this item was very dangerous. He said in the wrong hands, it could spell uh, disaster for anyone around it. Um, so... As a party, as a collective, you all decided to to accept his offer, one being uh, Castros' freedom, since Castros did not realize until stepping inside this tavern that <laughs> this was where he was meant to be sold. Yeah. Um, so in order to pay off his debt, and it would also pay each of the rest of you 100 gold pieces each in order to retrieve this uh, item, which was, uh, he said, depicted it as a uh, golden idol uh, depicting a minotaur with ruby eyes. He didn't go into specifics. He just simply said that this idol was sold to the occupations commissioner, who lived on the north side of town. You then followed his right-hand woman, Siri, uh, who showed you to where the manor is, and you guys kind of looked about a little bit, looked about the defenses, the perimeter, was, um, went back to the Stone Dragon Inn to take your rest before... Um, where Adonith came up with the idea to write a letter uh, requesting a meeting with the commissioner the following day. Um, you all then, after a very grand performance, once again by the famous, the now famous <laughs> Castro's Falcon in, in Stonebrook, um, Stone Dragon Inn was bustling with people. It was very like, a lively uh, performance. It brought in people from off the street. Stargon was happy. He was appreciative. Um, so much so that he offered you another night's stay. And in the night today, <laughs> um, after drawing so much attention to himself, uh, Dargan and his niece Iliath were assaulted in the night. They were capt- captured by uh, the Dondred pirates. Uh, those who you come to find were carrying Castros to this town to be sold. Uh, <coughs> Bless you. That's, that's, that's one spell slot. <laughs> um, so Castros was taken in the middle of the night. Um, but this caused a stir which awakened Adnath, who was sleeping in the same room, to which you all went to his rescue, uh, managed to set him free. However, the lead, um, actually, you, you did manage to kill one of them, the, the very polite yet, albeit slightly, um, I don't want to talk yeah, about it. <laughs> very polite, albeit slightly slow, Tenry, 
Um, but in fairness, he did not wander your comrades unconscious before you yeah. killed him. True. Yeah. So, um, yeah. you were, you managed to apprehend two of the other pirates, and, uh, the leading pirate named Donovan was able to escape into the night. On fire, mind you. He was, he was not feeling great after being set alight by Artemis' spells. Um, Dargan set himself free and said that he was going to go grab guards. And that is where we're going to pick up tonight's session. As the four of you are kind of waiting in the hall, uh, you see is Iliad this kind of um, wandering around. She's, she's cleaning things up. You see she's still got tears in her eyes and she's trying to put things back together again. She's picking up some of the, some of the pieces of broken wood from the broken chairs and tables, particularly the bench that Artemis was um, crunched through. Um, she's, she's just trying to kind of clean the area up and just steady sobbing the whole while doing it. So. Do you need any help, darling? She kind of looks at No, thank you. I, I'm, I'm quite alright. Has anybody else that was staying here come down? At the- this point, now that you mentioned this, you kind of look up the stairway. You do see there's a few people kind of poking their heads out of the doors. A few, not a whole lot, but... You've you definitely woken a few people uh, with all this chaos that happened. I mean, you got to keep in mind that even though it seemed like a long time, this has only took place over the course of a few minutes. Right. Um, Do we so, see any overly curious people? Uh, make a, make an insight check, I suppose. Insight fourteen. A fourteen. Kind of looking at all their faces, some of them look more frustrated that they were awakened in the middle of the night. Um, there are a couple, <laughs> uh, particularly the ones that you see, that you see a few that are like kind of down, dressed down in their tunics, um, but you recognize them from earlier in the day. They were their bodyguards. They're typically in armor, you see them with their, like hands on crossbows and on swords um, as they're kind of standing in the hallway trying to assess the situation. But once they realize what's going on, they, they just go back inside. No one seems overly inquisitive about the events that transpired. Um, but Iliad kind of looks up at you. No, thank you. I, I think I'm. I think I'll be all right. Um, just, just a little shaken up is all. Cool. Casseros, I, I don't blame you for this. I know my uncle's gonna be tough on you, but I know this could have happened to anybody. It's, it's fine. Thank you. Yeah, I do feel terrible though. <laughs> I mean, that's a shame. <laughs> I do appreciate that. I'm really sorry again. Well, to be fair, hurt. based on the information that we received earlier, we thought they were gone. So there's that. Yeah. Yeah. Told you had a target. <laughs> <laughs> Are you got feeling alright? <laughs> we're well, down there for a minute. I'm better now. I'm just. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, at this point, Iliath just kind of, you, you see a few few moments pass as Iliath's cleaning up, and you do see that Dargan, before he left, he kind of like grabbed those two and slid them over by the door, and they're, they're all bound up from where you guys had tied them up. And uh, the, the half-orc is still just out cold from where Dargan crashed that, that chair over his head. Mm-hmm. Um, both of them sitting by the doorway, and a few moments pass, and you do see... Uh, Dargan come forward with, with about two or three guards in tow um, as they kind of make their way inside. Uh, he, you see as he explains the situation, explains what happened, and the guards immediately take the two men into custody, and one of them kind of approaches uh, you as, as two of the guards are what, escorting those two men out, 
the other one approaches you all, um, and he kind of steps over Tenry and looks down at him and... So, here you all have had quite the night. Quite indeed. Yep, sure did. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to keep this short and sweet so we can all get back to our, to our beds. What happened here, and who are these men that are... Uh, that seem to have attacked this, this inn in the middle of the night? Does anyone know? Have you ever heard of the Dawn Dread pirates? By any chance? Can't say that I have. Being that I've never been on the sea or lived near the ocean, I've been to Stonebrook for a long time. Never heard of pirates this far inland. Well, they come here all the time. I can't believe you haven't heard of them. Um, but, yeah, basically they were coming for me. Pretty sure they tied me up and tied up my cat. So, <laughs> I'm still pretty shaken up about it. <laughs> Make a persuasion. <laughs> is it just him now and there, the other two guards left? Yeah, the other two guards escorted, uh, escorted him out. This is a single man inside. You see Dargan's kind of standing off the side with Julia. It's a 10. Yeah. A 10? Yeah. They were after you. Oh, He's that's Dargan's voice. <laughs> He's a famous You say they were before. after you. <laughs> Have you heard of him? <laughs> Guess what's not good? I'll say that I have. No. You're gonna have to roll for that one. <laughs> <laughs> but I do recognize you. I recognize all you lot. Saw you in the town square. Yes. A few days prior. You're the one that helped my men against those stone creatures, right? That's correct. Mm-hmm. Well, I suppose then we'll just let this little incident slide. But. Think there'll be any more of these fools coming after you? I think there could be, honestly. Um, I escaped from them. They had me hostage on their ship. I can't believe you haven't heard of them. They're some pretty terrible pirates. Um, but, you know, we got one down and we had these two, and then there's just my boss. His name's, or old boss, I guess. His name's Rigario. Um, he wasn't here tonight, but he's probably the scariest out of all of them. Well, we appreciate you being forthright. Perhaps then uh, it would be best if we put you under protective custody for the time being. What would that entail? Exactly? Well, of course we would put you in a safe house, guards protecting you day in, day out. At least until things seem safe enough. Can I inside check in? We can inside check. Good call. <laughs> Oh, oh no. Oh, I don't think I have. Yeah, I've taken a seat while this oh. person. I'll just talk with him. Okay. Nine. Nine. <laughs> Roll well, please. And thank you're you. Not, you're not sure. <laughs> you're, you're, you, feel like, you feel like he's probably telling the truth. He doesn't seem to be. He seems to be a straight shooter. You know, the fact that you've never even heard of these pirates makes me a little skeptical to be guarded by you guys. So I think these are my friends and I think that they'll keep me safe. They're tall, so. (laughs) (laughs) But to be honest, I don't think we're going to be staying in Stonebrook much longer. Mm -hmm. So hopefully this problem will leave with us in the next few days. Let's see. Well, hopefully that will be the case then. 
You all have a pleasant evening. He like eyes you skeptically, like Please don't try to disturb the peace anymore. Understood? Excuse me, it wasn't our fault. <laughs> yes, it came <laughs> after us. Rip in the sky. It wasn't ours. As you're kind of against the wall, you know, he takes his, he kind of tilts his visor towards you and. We'll keep an eye out for these Dawn Dread pirates that you speak of. I feel like if we see any skull and crossbones come across the river, we'll know where they are. <laughs> did that have for. Did he look Drishkin? Uh, no, he did not look Drishkin. He didn't have any tattoos. So. Did they drop anything in the midst of all the chaos? Make an investigation check. Yes. Oh, it's almost good. <laughs> it's a ten. Ten. <laughs> kind of looking about, um, you you don't see anything that was dropped. So I just like quickly perusing with Jilly. It's kind of cleaned up a lot of it, mm-hmm. and uh, you see it is. Uh, a lot of the stuff was still, since they were unconscious, they, they still had a lot of gear on it. Honestly, in fairness, the only thing that ever even came out of the sheath was that singular longsword, because you kept the other one unconscious the entire time asleep. Um, so, the guard kind of begins to make his way out, and he just turns to Dargan. Have a good evening, sir. And makes his way out. So, question, if it's still there, or I didn't hear that it was taken away. I'd either like to do it now, or have done it while I was sitting there. The body of Tenery? Tenery. Yeah. Could I have gotten a cheese nip to have uh, gone, and while I was sitting in the chair, to go and look at anything you may have had? With cheese nip? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Go ahead and make... Cheese nip. This, this, because... What would you tell Jesus? Because you would have to direct him to do something. I would just say look for any items that have uh, words or uh, rings, shiny objects, something like that. Some little mini needles. Oh, yeah. yeah. So Cheese kind of just, he, he looks up at you, kind of tilts and just... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> takes off now. Go ahead and make an investigation check for Cheese Nip. Um, it would be using Cheese Nip's stats, which are going to be that of a mouse. So, oh. probably not very high for <laughs> investigation. Maybe rat, maybe? Yeah, yeah that's rat. what it is. And I had it. I thought the book was going to say. Intelligence? Yep. No. Yes. Yeah, in- investigation's intelligence check. Oh, minus four. Uh, let me just roll. It's not going to be. 17. Oh, wow. So, Cheese kind of wanders over and he watches. Cheese kind of disappears into Tenry's pant leg. Just kind of, you just see this little lump just kind of shifting up the pants um, and then around the back a little bit and it disappears underneath the very big belly. Um, You do watch as Cheese Nip's in there, all of a sudden you see his two guards kind of come in and begin to pick up the hulking body. And as they lift it up, Cheese Nip kind of like falls to the ground. He falls out of the tunic and just kind of hits the ground. And scurries back over to you. Um, and he does have a, a golden uh, ring mm-hmm. in his mouth. Sneaky. It's probably, you know, it's probably worth 25, 30 gold pieces. I was expecting I was looking for more information this time. On Tendry, 
Like, they gave him a note since he can't remember. Oh, he probably can't remember. It would have been stick pictures. Yeah. Yeah. I feel so bad. Can I go over to Tendry? And the arrow that I shot him with, oh, can I take it out? And break it and make like a little cross to give it to him. <laughs> so, because I low key feel so. So as so these two guards are trying, like this guy's, he's a like Tenry's a big guy. So these two guards are like struggling, and all of a sudden you you kind of wander over and you start feeling up his back, and as you're touching, reaching for that arrow, it's real. Everything's real sweaty, like real sweaty, real charred. I do. And, and, and the guards are looking at you confused, and then you take that arrow and you pull it out, and they go, they go, they both just seem to. Oh. And then they see you break it and they go, oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, you break it and you kind of tie some twine about it and you hand it to the guards. Is that what, you, what, what are you doing with it? I'm just putting it back, maybe in like Tenry's pocket or a little spell room or something. So, you just kind of like, the guards are sitting there just very perplexed as to what you're doing as you kind of pull some string out of your pocket and you begin to tie this up. And and then you stick it in Tenry's back pocket, kind of like feel for it and. You find it; it's falling apart. Um, there's a lot, a lot of it's ash at this point, but there you do find like a sliver of pocket to stick it in. And they just look at each other and shake their heads and just start dragging him out. Are you familiar with this system? Not really. I mean, not generally after you kill someone. Yeah. I mean, generally it's a loved one that you. Oh right. But not someone you just, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Dargan, at this point, approaches all of you. Well, I think that's about enough excitement for one night. Um, we'll talk. Sounds good to me. Yeah. I'll make my way up. He kind of watches you all with his arms crossed, and you could tell, like, he's still simmering. He's trying to keep things under control as you guys make your way up the stairs. Uh, at this point, as you guys got to get to the top of the stairs, all the doors now just kind of like, you see a lot of heads poked out and then the doors shut oh, as God. people retreat back into their rooms. Yeah. Um, um, I want to do one thing, if I could, on my way up. Can I assess about how much the damages would cost? Make a, make a general intelligence check. Six. Six. I mean, you're not entirely sure what the cost of a lot of... I mean, a couple of chairs broken, uh, one busted table, a few busted mugs, and... Uh, yeah, there could be anywhere between 20 and 50 gold pieces worth of damages. So... Okay. So, y'all return to your rooms for the night. While we are walking to our... <laughs> um, uh, while we're walking to our rooms, can I listen in on conversations? Um, Make perception check. Okay. 19 wow. plus 6. So 25. Wow, alright. Yeah, you don't even really need advantage on that one. I don't think I do. <laughs> um, so, kind of listening in. Um, most of the conversation is just general whispers. Uh, you, you know, you hear a few hushed whispers. Is, what is going on out there? What, what, what was all that ruckus? And you do hear is one individual. It's those four again. I told you they were up to no good. Um, another one kind of chimes in from down the way, and you recognize um, he's uh, he's speaking in dwarvish. You can't make out what he's saying. 
Um, but you do recognize this as being the one that was talking about you earlier today when you guys were coming out of the uh, out of the Merchant's Guild. He was one of the ones in the alleyway that was talking about you. you not sure what he says. Um, doesn't sound pleasant, but so. I think I do actually. Also, not me. <laughs> so, you all return to your rooms for the evening. You do. Mm-hmm. Okay. Nice. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, not that okay. we know that yet. Oh, I can speak it too. I'm curious. Do any of you speak Dorvish by any chance? But I know that's Dorvish. Yeah. Okay. Nature. No. Uh, nope. Yes. That door over there. Point that direction. Can you make out what they're saying? Callous man. Make a perception check. <laughs> oh. oh my goodness! What Did it work? Like it's a yes. natural twenty. Let's go! Dirty dirty. That's one thing you All need right. from this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, as you kind of, as she says this, you do see the doors just halfway open and you do see a shorter individual turn around speaking to someone inside. Um, basically what he's saying is, we need to get out of town before these four cause any more problems. We don't want our master to get caught up in this. Everywhere these four go, trouble follows. And you hear another individual kind of talk back, be quiet, they might hear you. And then the door just kind of shuts. Would I know if master means like lord or uh yeah in this set case these guys mean like bodyguards that's the that's the guy that pays her bills. Yeah. It is uncommon for a bodyguard to refer to them as their master only if it's a term of endearment, like they really respect this person and they've worked for him for a very long time. So Seems fair, to be honest. Trouble is trouble. Yep. Especially in this town where it seems most people are coming and going. Trying not to get stuck and just do business and leave. That doesn't seem like trouble happened much here. From the sound of not what the guard said. But it's a good thing, right? If you've got something to sell, I guess it's a good thing. Could be why they keep everything on the up and up. Make sure that their merchants aren't inconvenienced. Well, what tax do you have to pay for being here? Hmm. It's a good question. I don't know. Any other thoughts? To be honest, we cost him about 25 to 50 gold worth, so I would be quite unhappy as well. That high altitude. <laughs> Assess the damages and 
that's roughly what I imagine it cost. So, unless we all want to pitch in, we probably need to be on our best behavior. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. That's fair. Always. <laughs> Are you okay? <laughs> so, you all return to your rooms for the night. Do you all, you lock your doors. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, <laughs> so do you, uh, at this point, do you, uh, you guys finish up your long rests? Yes. Okay. Alright, so as you all lay down um, to take your rest, I need everyone except Cecilia to leave the room for a moment. Oh my god. Okay. Good night. Good night. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> Cecilia. still pumping through you. You suddenly notice this small glimmer of light beginning to pull beneath your eyelids. Um, you open your eyes and you find yourself standing, you know, floating amongst a sea of stars. Vibrant clouds of color sift between them, shimmering in a sharp contrast to the dark expanse of space behind them. Suddenly the stars begin to take shapes around you, as if the constellations come to life. They warp to form trees, shrubs, mountains, this vast wilderness made in a, in a fabric of the night sky. Between the trees, a feminine figure approaches you. Her humanoid silhouette outlined in a green cloud, and a star-studded bow slung over her back. Her eyes are like galaxies, and above them, resting on her head, is the starry form of a pointed helm, plumed with feathers, leaves, and other bits of nature. At her feet, dancing between her legs, is the shining profile of a large lynx, one that you have encountered before. As she approaches, her form becomes larger and larger. You feel uh, the ground beneath your feet kind of shake with every step she takes. Almost as tall as the starry canopy above you, she stands, looking down. And then she kneels. She says, I've had my eye on you, little huntress. I know what it is you seek. Oh my gosh. Can you take me there? 
If I were to just take you there, it would take away the thrill of the hunt, would it not? No, I don't like being blind and not knowing where I am and just being a burden to my new friends and I just, I wish I could be more. I literally have lost almost every single one of my shots and I know I can make them if I can just see one more time. She kind of tilts her head inquisitively. Don't forget all he's taught you. It's not about what you can see. It's the way it feels. The way the fletchings caress your fingers. The way the shaft of the arrow blows wind on your wrist as it flies past. The smell of your quarry. The sound they make as they walk. As they run. Let's see how far his teachings take you first. I'll be watching. And with this, suddenly, wait, wait. everything begins to fade back into darkness. Oh no. But you kind of sit up in your bed and you open your eyes and you look down in your hands and you can see, kind of swirling about in your hands, you see stars, you, you feel almost an arcane energy just flowing through you, something you haven't felt before. Oh, okay. okay. And then it fades. Oh, man. Okay. With that, would you mind grabbing them for me again? Yep. What a great time. Is this my way of getting on anyone? That's dope. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, how are you? <laughs> <laughs> giggle, giggle. Are <laughs> you good? Alright. And with that... <laughs> um, suddenly, you're all awakened uh, by the stir of the village beneath you, the, the town coming to life, awakening this next morning. Um, bit of sunlight kind of beaming in through the windows around you. Uh, so. What will you guys... What do you want to do? I'm going to wake up and clean my clothes. Um, first thing. Fix my hair. Tell <laughs> <laughs> my horn. So, will that trouble be following you? Is it something we need to look out for on the road? It could be, um, but hopefully, after, hopefully if this deal goes good with Gildas, they won't be. But I mean, they're pirates, they don't really follow. How nasty is this man? He's pretty bad. Yeah, yeah Dondred pirates are up there with probably one of the worst pirates around. I think we all, we, none of us have ever heard of them, yeah, right? You, you all made a check on this. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. You think Gildas will keep his word? Are we? Oh yeah, you no, guys are yeah. You two are still in your room. These two are going. Oh there my god! I'm sorry. Like, Priscilla, you're not a business girl. I have advantage on perception. 
this is happening. Sorry. They're, they're, when they're, 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 they're processing <laughs> what happened earlier, and yeah. I was like, I need to. <laughs> it's okay. Cool. You'll have a great conversation. I'm gonna go back <laughs> to my room. So. Um, all right. Just something I need to be aware of. That's all. Just double checking. I don't really have anything following me, so that's good. <laughs> Thanks for the help last night too, yeah. Of course. Appreciate it. Probably could have handled it myself, but you know, you guys helped. So. How's Megs? Oh, she's a little rattled, but she's okay. Check on me, Viz. She is still sleeping. She's like curled <laughs> up and you see her feathers is kind of like ruffled up. And she's yeah. just... Oh, baby. <laughs> Do you think you could use that stone on her by any chance? I'm gonna try. <laughs> And me while you're at it. Yeah. Oh. Please. <laughs> <laughs> so. Baby steps. <laughs> like so yeah. Suddenly everything becomes clean. You see, you watch <laughs> the dust just kind of falls off your your uh, your cloak, and everything just becomes nice and clean and shiny again. Your horns shimmer once more. Um, the bits of blood that were on your tunic from from the night before from being uh, attacked across the chest, um, the the blood the blood just vanishes. The stain just gone off your tunic. Um, and you see as Mavis as it kind of like washes over you, Mavis just all of a sudden sticks her head and she kind of like shakes and all the dust just kind of just flows off of her and she and then she, her eyes go heavy she just just sh- shuffles back into your book again so Mavis little treat it's okay so, you guys make your way down to the long time and what do you do so you just get up and go, or you want to have a conversation? I'm ready to get up and go. Alright, so you guys all make your way down to the tavern uh, to the tavern floor, to the pub area. Um, as you come down the stairs, you do see Dargan kind of sitting at a table. Um, he does have what appears to be some breakfast in front of him that he's eating, and as he sees you come, he just come out, he just kind of gestures to you. To all of us, or just all of you? Just oh, okay. All right, we have trouble. <laughs> what happened? Hey, Dorothy. Good morning. You all have a seat, please. Okay. Sure so, <laughs> here's the thing. Now, I don't know what happened in your past, but I know what you've done for this town. You saved a lot of good lives, including my nieces. I know you didn't intend. To bring your past into my tavern. Nevertheless, it followed you here. And my niece was in grave danger. Having said this, I'm afraid I'm going to need you all to find another place to stay for a while. At least until you sort out whatever this is that's following you. No offense. I appreciate you bringing in business these past two nights. Business has been on the uptick far more than it usually is. And as I said, I appreciate what you did for this town, but regardless of any of that, my niece is the most important thing to me. If anything happens to her, I don't know what I'll do. She's all the family I got left ever since her mom passed. That's very understandable. Probably cause trouble. It's fine. Like I said, I get it. Sometimes you just track a little shit out of the washroom with you. It be that way. 
for time. Till this all blows over, I'd appreciate it if y'all found another place. Uh-huh. Yeah. Stay again. Yeah. Really sorry again, Dragon. Um, I do hope to see you all again. I really do. Completely understand. This isn't much, but I hope it helps. Give him Eight gold pieces. You have eight gold pieces. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> eight. eight gold pieces. So you hand over, you slide eight gold pieces over, and he kind of nods. And that will help. It'll go a long way. I appreciate it. No, but if you had just paid for your room, <laughs> you would have had that. <laughs> yeah. No, you would have avoided all of this. <laughs> Performing is so fun. <laughs> True. So he kind of takes the gold. I hope you all have safe travels. Stands, kind of grabs his plate and his mug and makes his way back into the kitchen and disappears. I guess breakfast is off the table. Hmm. Well, Anywhere else we can eat? <laughs> Anyone know? We can always. Taking down our flasks, kind of anything. We'll just go Maybe ahead. Maybe something in the market. You know, somebody that is selling some tree. We have an explosive. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, really? Yeah. 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 Y
they don't let you out of their sight. As you guys are making your way into the crowd, um, you watch, uh, those of you who are keeping an eye on them, notice that every time like a cart goes by, one of them just kind of peeks out and just kind of tries to keep his, uh, keep a bead on you. Um, however, as you guys step into the plaza, you do smell, you smell baked goods, you smell uh, salted meats, you smell fresh fruits and vegetables. Um, plenty, you, you guys would easily be able to, to like, throw together a quick breakfast. Um, it'd probably run you about uh, a silver each for for, what you, for anything you wanted. Um, that'd be fruits, spreads, things of that nature. I'm, is there anywhere to get rations? Like actual rations? Yeah, yeah, you'd be able to find so yeah, easy enough. That wouldn't be hard. Um, so how many rations do you want to acquire? Uh, just a week's worth. A week's worth? So that would run you... You would approach uh, one of the one of the carts that they, they do have, like, uh, you see there's already a couple of uh, people kind of standing there looking at them, uh, kind of adventurous looking, like rugged looking men, uh, standing over the cart, um, and he has, like, small satchels of wrap, and you see as he's wrapping dried fruits and meats and stuff, and, like, wrapping them in a satchel and handing them over, people paying him for, for them. Um, oh, good day to you, good day to you. Oh, yes, ma'am, what can I do for you? Just a week's worth. A uh, week's worth rations on the road. Yes. Uh, that'll run you four gold pieces. That seems high. Make a make a intelligence check on this one, or insight check for this. High. Yeah, I want to get some too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, what insight or intelligence? Insight. Insight. Sixteen. Sixteen. Yeah. Seems a little high. Seems, it seems a little high. Seems a bit high. Do you not get adventurers through here often? Uh, we get adventurers all the time. Uh, but if it's too high for you, you can go meander off somewhere else then. You're either hungry or not. It's alright, I can pay for it, it's not a problem. Okay, so you, pay, you slide four mm-hmm. gold pieces, you gotta like slide some, slide some food over your way, and then another group approaches saying, You lot with her? You got some? Yeah? I'll get some, yeah. Alright, same amount. Four gold pieces. Okay. <laughs> so what else do they sell here at this place? Just, just uh, he seems it's to be. Just it's, 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 it seems to be all like salted meats, okay. Uh, okay. salted meats, dried fruits, okay. um, <laughs> things like that that are being kind of wrapped up. I mean, it's good looking, right? tasty looking rations, more so than what you would be used to. Can I smell it to see if anything's spoiled or if it's still fresh? Uh, ooh, check for that one. Is everyone getting rations? What the frick? And that one. Oh no. no. So seven. All these smells in this plaza are kind of like, it's a little rough. So, unfortunately, you're not not able to tell. There's too much much going around. I think you can lower the price for a blind woman. Oh wow. Make a persuasion check. A group book discount. Eighteen. Eighteen. Uh, yes, please. It kind of looks at you. All right, all right. How about this? Three golds and two silvers for you. Wow. Must be nice. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't think that would work. <laughs> Deal. All right. So he slides it over your way. Only, sorry. And he's just Wise words. So, to be get breakfast too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I said, you know, grab breakfast and everything. And, um, All right, so you got your rations. Commissioners. 
So. Let's see if there's anything else anybody needs or won't. <laughs> Are the guards still following? Yeah. Oh, yeah, they're probably yeah, there. So, do you guys stage was really, Do you guys see the guards? Are we gonna try and escape them while we go to the commissioners? No, we have a meeting with them. Remember? Yeah, but what if we if they follow us there and then something goes missing? They'll know it's us. Just wondering if we should try to escape them here and then show up there without them following us. We can always try better. and get them to slip. It's not a terrible idea. But, um, the good thing is, is we're just trying to get a lay of the land. Yeah, that's true. Alright, but I'm good with trying to get them to set. Let's play it safe. What do you guys think? I don't seem dangerous right now. I am scared for what I'm sure they're just watching out, you know, to see what might happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Would you be cautious of what's going on underneath your nose? You can also use the alleyways to get them off of our tail. It's true. We do know the way Siri showed us. Mm-hmm. It's a bit confusing, but we know it. Let's do that. Yeah. And we could go up and talk to them. Ask them if they really want to know that much about us. Um. No. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a good idea. Thinking about giving them a piece of my mind. <laughs> we can pay someone to go talk to them. <laughs> distract them? Or distract them. Hmm. I don't want to look any more Let's do the thing. dark alleyways. The secret alleyways. <laughs> that sounds good. Dark alleyway in the morning. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Um, so I guess we're going to try and give them the slip. Okay, so you're going to try and give them the slip? I mean, I still need to shop some places. Can we, oh. can we shop or do we have to ditch them before we shop? No. What do y'all want to do? Go ahead and shop. <laughs> what do you yeah. want? No, we can ditch them. What do you want to get? <laughs> what you looking for? Simple shit. <laughs> so what all are you searching for? Uh, Billy likes not uh, <laughs> parchment, just plain paper, plain cheap paper? stuff. Candle, torch, backpack, chalk, and a blanket. Wow. Okay. Repeat that list so paper. Mm-hmm. How many sheets of paper do you want to buy? I guess I need a bit more. Um, how about four? Four sheets of paper? Yeah, or, okay. I mean, it's like a, what is it, a, it's a copper or silver, I can't remember on that. Uh, you'll buy now. <laughs> I'm happy for it, yeah. It's, uh, it's not much, so I don't want the parchment. Not the fancy stuff. Not the fancy stuff. I can't can't copy. I don't have enough money to copy. So four sheets of paper? (laughs) What else? Backpacks? Yep. Chalk, blanket, handling torch. Oh, it's, it's weather time 
Yeah. Have you not realized that? I know you're blind, but you can feel the cold. Sleep on the ground. Yeah, it's going to be tough. Yeah. Golden Fox Silver? Golden Fox Silver. Ugh. sound of the dragon roaring that first day, but in the other direction, and then okay. I'm going to tell them, let's go. <laughs> That's our chance. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. So you guys, as you're, as you, as you explain this, uh, this to them, mm-hmm. you guys are walking, all of a sudden you watch as he kind of does a little mm-hmm. flourish with his hands, and you just hear this, just kind of roar down one of the alleyways. The guards immediately turn and kind of like look at each other and grab one another and just take off. Um, like take off down the alley. I need all of you to go ahead and make uh, make dex checks for me. Or yeah, dex checks as you guys just begin to haul ass taking off down the alleyway. Oh my god. Nineteen. Um, can I grab one of them? <laughs> Dex checks, so just add your dexterity. Yeah, I have even more than eight. Eight. That's a one. Good. No. What's yours? That's a four. Oh, plus one. I thought it was minus one. So that's a five. 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 five uh, eight. Twenty-five. Twenty-five. Twenty-two. Twenty-two. Twenty-five. Yeah. All right. So as you two take off, <laughs> these two are kind of like they they weren't. 100% clear on the plan. All of a sudden the guards run. They're still looking around behind them as you guys take off. But luckily with those those high dex checks, I'll see you guys like gotta grab the boat. And just pull the water. Um, luckily, you can't just tell that, the blind person, follow me. They uh, <laughs> expect me to follow. Hearing. You can hear my hooves. Like, uh, <laughs> so, yeah, so you guys just grab the two of them. Uh, luckily the average of that is pretty high. It's high enough to pass as you guys grab them and pull them down the alleyway that Siri, uh, Siri showed you. You guys make your way through the twists and turns. Uh, thankfully, to Cecilia's check before, she does not have She just remembers the way because of that very high survival check she made the day before. So she, you guys kind of let her lead the way and she guides you through all these twists and turns. There are a few times where you guys are like, I, I think we should go this way, but she's dead set on going to the right. Um, and you guys finally make your way Following to... <laughs> You finally went, make your way to where you can see the commissioner's manor across the across the road. So. Has security beefed up here? 
from uh, the other day? No, still just two guards out front. Mm-hmm. From yeah, from the day before, as you look out, still just the two guards out front. Um, it is different guards than you saw the day before. These two, yeah, they seem to be rotating shifts. Um, so walk up to them, just nonchalantly. As you approach one of them, just a moment there. Can I help you? Yes, we have a meeting, Commissioner, this morning. Name? Adenin. Went to the one dots. Looks the other one. The other guard kind of opens the gate and begins to make his way inside. Wait here a moment. And these three are with you. Yes. I hired her. Make a deception check. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, yeah! <laughs> uh, 16. You did find the way to roll that dice. It kind of looks, looks up and down. Wait a minute, I know you all. Yeah, you, you're the ones that fought those statues. Uh, hired up indeed. Yeah. Yeah, alright. I think they come in quite handy. Biting my lip. Kicking. Okay, maybe. A few moments pass as the other one, kinda, the other guard makes his way up to the manor, makes his way inside. Um, and then you watch as he comes back out and he's followed by a younger looking man. He's probably in his early to mid thirties. He's got this long, um, brown ponytail kind of hanging down behind him. He's wearing robes very similar to Adnan's. He's wearing robes of the Academy. As he begins to make his way out. A slightly different, um, same coloration, the same kind of feathered, uh, shoulder pauldrons. Um, he's very clean-shaven, bit of a pointed nose, green eyes. Uh, he makes his way out, and as he does, you watch as he kind of turns to those Dobermans. Those Dobermans are kind of like beginning to make their way over, and they're wagging their tails towards him, and he says something. You don't quite understand it. He speaks something to them, and they immediately just sit. No one understands. Uh, it's, it, it seems like a, like a spell of some kind. Like, he, he's just... He's, and they both just sit. Um, as he approaches and makes his way over. Good morning. Are you Owen? So you've heard of me? Have. Yes. yes. Owen Marbury. It's lovely to meet you. Extends a hand. You as well. It's always a pleasure to see another member of the Academy. I do hope, I do apologize, and I hope that you are not too pressed for time. Uh, the commissioner is running a little behind this morning. If you will, please follow me. I will escort you to the lounge. Thank you. Can I inside check him? Make an inside check. <laughs> I be looking. I'm scared. Scouting <laughs> for that little statue. Freaking heck. <laughs> we got an eight. <laughs> nice. Okay, so. Uh, inside check, eight. Uh, yeah. He doesn't give it a That's fine. Yeah, That's he's fine. Not, not entirely, entirely sure, really. He's a little harder to read. So I see you've gone to the Academy. What did you study there? Oh, mostly uh, abjuration magic. I dabbled a little natural magic as well. I am a higher detective. So. That's cool. He kind of <laughs> leads you all to the front door where you guys step inside. Um, 
and you enter into it's it's like I said, this manor is not huge by any means, but it's quite a bit larger than any of the other houses in town. Um, and you do notice as you guys make your way past, like Mavis kind of sticks her head out, and those Dobermans immediately. <laughs> and just but uh, as they begin to growl at you all, Owen turns around, and they just kind of shrink back. So, he turned this back to us. I'm gonna just stealthily cast guidance on myself. Okay, so go ahead. Just Make a slot of hand with advantage. Oh, oh that was tough. Seven. Seven? Yeah. So you feel. You, you, feel, you feel like you might have got it. You've been unnoticed. You're not sure. You turn around, and he's walking forward, just kind of eyeing you all carefully. Mm-hmm. Um, he leads you inside, and what you see is there's this uh, long hallway, kind of wide, about ten feet from one side to the other. Several sconces kind of lit along it. Uh, warm wooden walls, wooden floors. Uh, towards the back of the hallway, to the left, there seems to be a stairway that leads up. Uh, another door kind of beyond it, and it on the other side of the uh, stairs, it kind of turns to the left. You can see there's another hallway that, that you can't quite make out. Um, there's two doors, one to the right and one to the left as soon as you enter in. He kind of leads you into that left door. As he opens it, you see inside, you see this very nice lounge. Velvet couch, velvet seats, um, sitting around a hearth. Um, you, you, kinda, you watch as he casts a very familiar spell as he kind of illuminates this bit of uh, fire in his hand. And he tosses it into the hearth and it just, just begins to burn. Um, kind of off to the right side of it, there is there is a Drishkin woman. Uh, fairly, she's probably six foot two, six foot three. Looks like she's probably in her, probably about as old as Owen is, in her mid early to mid-thirties. Um, black hair pulled up in a bun, wearing what appears to be a servant's outfit, but you can see kind of beneath, um, you can still see her tattoos as they kind of wrap up her neck and around um, these kind of wrap up underneath her chin and go to her ears, um, and then there's two lines on her forehead that kind of come down to her eyes as she greets you all. Can I get you all anything to drink while you wait? Would I know if it's customary um, or disrespectful to actually ask for anything to drink? Uh, no, it wouldn't be disrespectful. Water would be lovely for me. Uh, yes, um, um, <coughs> I appreciate some water. Some sparkling water. Be great. <laughs> she gives you with lemon. Just have the regular old tap water <laughs> <laughs> from the pond. <laughs> I'll be back momentarily then. And as she kind of like bows, uh, Owen, this is Murdy. She'll be taking care of you, uh, at least while you wait. <laughs> None of you excuse me. Other matters I must attend to. Please, make yourself at home. Uh, you will be fetched as soon as the commissioner arrives. I imagine it won't be too much longer. He makes his way out of the room and you guys sit in the quiet of this very warm yet at the same time, cold lounge. Like, there's just something about this this house that just feels empty to you. And we're going to take a quick break. Oh, mm-hmm. no. <laughs> <laughs>
Right, we'll be right back.